Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It's the three words that I'm sure you've been longing to hear for the last year and a half. We're back. We are back and better than ever. It is Ryan Coleman here alongside my uh, co-host and all-star Jack McKessie. Jack, how have you been during our hiatus? I've been good. I mean, I've been all right. You know, the last episode I went back and listened uh, was the third to last episode of Game of Thrones reaction. And, you know, I think the last two episodes put such a bad taste in our mouths that we just kind of <laughs> decided we needed a hiatus yeah. rather than <laughs> try, to, try to figure out what happened there. Right. I don't even think we did a recap after the final episode. It was just kind of like we had to forget Correct. about it. We had to scratch everything. So uh, we had to just sit and sulk for the last year and a half. Um, I don't We're know still, you, I'm still emotionally recovering. Right. I haven't done anything in the last year and a half. I've just been sitting in a corner, you know, being spoon-fed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but welcome back. <laughs> Anyways, so we've uh, rebranded a little bit. And let me give you the rundown. So we used to be a Song of Sports and Thrones as, you know, Song of Game of what was it? Song of Roses. Song of and Ice thorns? and Fire. Ice and Fire. So- yeah. Yeah. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> Rose and Thorns. Rose and Thorns. That's a thing. I think that's a book I'm reading. Um, but now we're a song of sports and shows. So what that means is we're going to cover uh, music, we're going to cover t- television, and we're going to cover sports, as is the title. And maybe we'll make reference to Game of Thrones every once in a while and just kind of throw it under the bus consistently. You know, it'll always come back. Just to the ending. We'll, we'll just keep keep bashing it. We'll just pretend it was only the first, like, six, maybe seven seasons. Yeah, you want to just complain about Game of Thrones for the entire episode? I'm sure that's what everyone came here to listen to. (laughs) Welcome to season two. We're still talking about Game of Thrones (laughs) after our rebrand. I mean, my theory is that in in 20 years, like, someone who is our ages around is going to develop, you know, reputation in in the film industry to the point where they will be able to remake Game of Thrones. And I think that will have a really good following, and especially all of us in our generation will come back out of the woodworks in support of that. But that is yet to be done. And Yeah. Uh, We're also well, waiting for our boy George to finish writing his books. No, I don't think that's ever going to happen because it's like, I don't, yeah. what do you do now? It's just such a sour taste in our mouth. Ugh, maybe it'll be a nice palate cleanser, though, you know? Hopefully. Uh Anyways, let's Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about something that's not Game of Thrones. Let's do it. So, um, we're just kind of winging it here, you know, just seeing what we want in the first episode. And I think what we know the most about is sports. So you don't want to start with that? Or do you want to go in order of, like, you know, songs first? Um, I'm going to go in sports first. All right, cool, cool, I could talk cool. about sports probably longer. <laughs> I could also talk about sports probably longer. So let's start with something terribly sad, and then we can uh, only go up from that. Does that work? That works for me. Yeah, so Tiger Woods, as I'm sure you guys have heard, um, was in a pretty bad car accident yesterday morning? This morning? Sometime around? I think, I think it was this morning, the yeah, 23rd. 23rd. Um, and he has compound leg fractures, uh, shattered his ankle. It was a really bad picture, just kind of looking at it. And... Mm-hmm. It seems like he'll be okay. It seems like he'll be fine, but obviously not great. And um, seems to be like the end of a career for someone who is so so obviously well known in the golf industry. Yeah, you know he's really just kind of struggled with his back injury. You know, like he he had that what it was like twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. maybe earlier than that, and just you know had had this big comeback. You know, he won a tournament in 2018 i think and then won the masters a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and now you know i don't i don't know if he's going to try to come back or what his plan is going forward but it's it's really tough to come back from leg injuries like that in any sport and especially golf that's so much about the lower body so uh, you know i'm really my thoughts are with him and i I hope he recovers but it's, it's it's really sad to see uh one of one of the biggest stars in the world in any sport uh, have something like this happen to him. No, I definitely agree. And uh, looking at ESPN stats and info right now, there's kind of a list of all of his injuries over the last ten years. And in 2011, he had an injured Achilles, and or at the Masters in 2014, he had to miss the Masters for a back surgery. Had another back surgery. Had a third back surgery. Had a fourth back surgery over like three years. And then yeah. uh, he had that uh, reckless driving and uh, DUI DUI charge. That was in 2017. I thought that was way earlier. Wow, time flies, yeah. man. That's crazy. But um, yeah, obviously hope for a speedy recovery. I'm not sure. Um, 
you said his leg impacts his golf game. Do you uh do you play a lot of golf? I've I've played a couple of rounds, <laughs> yeah. but it's. I mean, a lot of it is about you know the stabilization of your lower body and just kind of the pivot with your hips and your legs. Okay. Okay. It's we a lot of a lot of micro here. movements. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Didn't know that. Well. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah, we should uh, hit the hit the what's it called? Hit the links. Hit the pitch. Hit the, <laughs> hit the links. The gra- hit the grass. Hit the links. <laughs> hit hit some balls. Hit some balls and the summer days of nice weather. Um, but golf is definitely something I've been interested in getting into again. Uh, I've been joking with my friend that in three years I could, you know, sign up for like amateur tournaments and just kind of see oh. what I do. Yeah. Why not? Right. Why not I mean, let it fly? Like, what do I got to lose? But uh, anyways, did you hear about um, that one person getting engaged to that other person? Do you mean Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley? I do mean Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. I want to know how they met. Have you yeah, covered that? Like, I don't know. Well, the interesting thing is, like, Rogers. So it wasn't. We kind of knew they were in a relationship. Uh, the second half, of, or you we did? being the general public, <laughs> like it was known that they were kind of talking at least at the end of 2020 after uh, Rogers and Danica Patrick split up. Oh, and then I that relationship. And then during the NFL Honors show, um, when he won his. MVP, I think his third MVP. Uh, he he's he thanked his fiance, but he didn't name who it was. And people yeah, were like, yeah, yeah, "Is yeah, it Shailene Woodley?" That. And then, literally last night on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, um, Shailene Woodley was on and was like, "Yeah, uh, we've been engaged for a little while now," wow. uh, which is it's crazy. It moved pretty fast, I feel like, but you know, celebrities are in their own world, so. Uh, Mazel tov to them. Mazel tov to them, indeed. I wonder if, like, you know how uh, Aaron Rodgers has had all the State Farm commercials, right? So I wonder if he's, like, secretly really into acting and, like, you know, film production and was just, like, on the set of A Fault in Our Stars and they just met. Like, he's <laughs> From just, back like, then. So- producer, you know? Like, yeah. I would like to see him in a movie and then I'd like to see Shailene Woodley play quarterback. I think, you know, they do a little role reversal. <laughs> That'd be pretty entertaining, you know? I, or you know what he could make a show about her being a quarterback that i would watch we could there's talk also about that we could we talk about shows here so of course that would be like number one on the list if that happens so aaron if you if you're listening to this shailene i'm you sure know hit us are. up I we'll am... we'll uh we'll work on that for you but um did you hear about aaron Rodgers? speaking of wanting to be in entertainment is rumored to be a potential name for a jeopardy host Oh, Post, I saw uh, that. Alex Trebek's I, passing. I didn't realize how big um, into Jeopardy he was. That was, like, I knew he, he liked it, but I didn't know that, and I think he was, like, a special guest, but I didn't realize he was that into it to be a, uh, you know, host. Yeah, I I didn't realize. I just kind of assumed that Ken Jennings was going to be a shoo-in, but I think he might, I don't know if he's going to be one of the guest hosts, but he's he's definitely on the list of odds I saw to be selected as the next host. Interesting. I didn't realize I was out there. Maybe we can uh, talk a little gamble in here, but only with Jeopardy hosts and not actually any sports. Yeah. Only entertainment gambling. Yes. Like uh, who was going to sit on the Iron Throne. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Anyways. You had to do it. You had to do it. After all, who has the best story other than Bran? Oh, oh. Also, spoilers, by the way, if you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. <laughs> if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, you don't have to worry you about really the last the last season anyway. Oy vey. Anyways, um, other than that, there's not too much to talk about. I mean, you got uh, the tennis Australian Open just wrapped up. Uh, Naomi Osaka yeah. is, you know, buy stock now because uh, people are talking about her as the next Serena and kind of like Mahomes-Brady co- uh, comp, I guess you could say. Although mm-hmm. Osaka did beat Serena, and it kind of rumblings that Serena might be uh, retiring. But if Naomi Osaka to the moon. Legendary uh, athlete Serena Williams is obviously up there. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting uh, debate that some, you know, like ESPN, other sports media was talking about. Does this Super Bowl make Tom Brady the greatest, greatest of all time? And a lot of people were saying, well, no, because Serena Williams just has 
like a billion titles. Yeah, you know, right? she's the goat eating the grass at Wimbledon. Eating the grass at Wimbledon. She's <laughs> um, the goat. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to see like Naomi Osaka with this quick rise to the top. It seems like after the Australian Open, yeah. and then you know Novak Djokovic with another title in the men's in the men's tournament. Of course. So I didn't really. Did you watch any of the Australian Open? I I only was kind of following you know, generally who was still in it, who wasn't, but I wasn't really closely paying attention because the times were all so late. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say is I followed it and was aware of, you know, who's in the quarterfinals, semifinals, etc. But it was, everything was so, you know, Australia is like 17 hours ahead or something ridiculous like that. So uh, yeah, I did it was like two or 3 a.m. Central anything. time. Yeah. But um, another thing going on in the sports world is spring training. We just had all of the position players had to report yesterday, I think, the 22nd. And uh, apparently, news today from Mets camp, which is really the main thing that I've been following. Oh, are you a Mets fan, Jack? Uh, who knew? I, uh, I am a Mets fan, actually. Um, oh, good for you. But apparently, Jacob deGrom was throwing 99 today in a live BP session, which is just bonkers for february 23rd what is she uh or sorry she is looking at naomi osaka still what does he normally throw i don't know that i mean he can he head. can throw up to that but like to have that in spring training already like his first live bp of the year it's i i as a mets fan i feel a little bit worried about what it means for his elbow honestly i just Interesting. i'm primed to expect something awful happening after well, such promise honestly it's not, it's not like your hopes have ever been dashed like that before and you experience a bunch of injuries for the mets like that's they're so rare for that organization you know yeah it's yeah so i don't even know why i'm thinking like this it's just exactly i just i just worry i guess you know i guess mm -hmm. we're, we we're due with how little it happens <laughs> no i'm definitely uh Definitely down to dive more into baseball in the coming months. Um, obviously, once spring training gets rolling and we can do uh, team previews and just season previews, but I'm very excited. We're in that kind of limbo area right after uh, NFL, right before baseball, before March Madness. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's still sports, but I'm most excited for March Madness out of all of that. I don't know if you're too into college basketball, Jack. I, I haven't been following it too much, especially since uh... – Northwestern's men's team has just really fallen off a cliff since mm -hmm. like mid-December. Mm -hmm. uh, not really been fun to watch. And I grew up a Notre Dame fan because that's where my dad went and they haven't really been very good either. So I haven't been following too closely, although I might be actually going to uh, a session out in Indianapolis once, uh, once that starts in, you know, three weeks. Yeah. The, Big Ten tournaments out there—that'd be really exciting. Just cause, or what's up? Yeah, one of my one of my good friends is—he's uh, from Raleigh, North Carolina, but he has a friend who moved out to Indiana, like right outside Indianapolis, and so he's gonna drive out. So, I think the 18th, and so the first day, of the 19th, I might go meet them. And I've been vaccinated once already, and by the oh, time snap, really? Yeah, I yeah. Did not know that. That's pretty hype. Yeah, my. I have a job at Target, so it lets me get the vaccination as a frontline essential worker right now in Illinois, which is very oh, nice. Very but by the time that the first day of the tournament starts, I'll be I'll be vaccinated fully. Like I'll have gotten the second round, and it'll have been two weeks. Um, if you are not planning to get the vaccine, dear listeners, I encourage you to do so. I think it's yes. the responsible thing to do. Yes, but, but I'm I'm really. Uh, I'm really considering going out and I think it would be a really cool experience. You know, even, even now in COVID times, it'll, it'll still be cool to be able to say that I witnessed some, some basketball, some March madness in person. No, that definitely sounds very cool. And uh, yeah, our other uh, working title is a song of sports and shows and shots. So we're definitely vaccine friendly on this uh, podcast here. And yeah, yeah, as yeah. soon as I'm able to get it, I'm, I'm very excited to be out in the open again and being able to like hug people. Because yes, been a bit. Anyways, back to your uh, previous point about you know, what do you uh, Tom Brady being a good athlete? <laughs> there was, I just wanted to. <laughs> someone tweeted, "It's just a, it's just a, 
you know, grown woman running in heels like down a street and how she is a better athlete than Tom Brady. I can't find the tweet right now, but it was, it was <laughs> I, I know what you're, the one you're talking about. I yeah. encourage you to go and find it. I'm sure there's a couple out there, but uh, I just wanted to say that again before we move on. Yeah, but I guess I guess Tom Brady's all right. Mm-hmm. He's okay. He's just like seven seven rings. Know, we don't have to cover it much. He's just like a good facilitator in a really good position. And I think that like if you put him in any other spot, I he wouldn't have been here. If he didn't get drafted by the Patriots, I don't think he would have ever panned out. Just because he kind of fell into the spot once what's his face went down. Bledsoe. Yeah. Um, and like he might just be a been a been a career backup instead. So it's really interesting, you know, the butterfly effect. Kind of like what if a team, you know, went for him in the fifth round instead. But yeah, I'm interested to see. Uh, I'm interested to see if the same thing will happen to uh, Washington Football Team's Taylor Heineke. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't he just get signed for like a three-year extension? He did. Yeah, it's like, after after Alex Smith is probably should retire or probably I mean, might be forced into retirement. Year, but, yeah. Um, and then Dwayne Haskins' whole situation. Uh, Heineke's going to be the starter there for at least this year. Yeah, I don't know if he'll reach he, Brady levels, but you never know. Uh, he might. He's got the potential. I mean, he kind of actually looked pretty good for the game and a half we saw him. So we'll see. Including against Tom Brady. True, 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 true. I did see something where it was like Taylor Heineke will make more in like an hour or I don't know, something ridiculous as much as he will make in like the three games that he played this season. <laughs> something yeah. like that. Or like one game. But, uh, Anyways, football is behind us. I know, uh, Jack. Do you want to do you want to plug where you're at right now, or should we? Oh, sure. You? Yeah. 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 Go for it. I'm uh. So I'm on my journalism residency through Northwestern. It's go kind Cats. of just the internship pro. Go Cats. It's the internship program. Uh, so I'm I'm just working at the Draft Network currently for the quarter. I get my four classes worth of credit for doing that instead of taking class, and. Uh, it's going well. I've I've been writing some columns for them about the Giants and Daniel Jones, who they should target in free agency. Uh, the draft network's really cool. You know, they cover a bunch of NFL draft coverage, as you would probably expect. And it's it's been a good time so far. I've been writing, doing social media. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's really cool, and that's something else. Well, I I plan on covering. I'm sure you will know a lot more than I will just uh, coming up with the uh, NFL draft. Uh, mm-hmm. in april i believe so yeah look forward to yeah. that we got a lot of a lot of stuff for you guys here don't you worry we get you covered but uh anyways good time move... to restart a podcast right what a good time shall we uh move on from the sports i'm ready to move on from the sports all right so uh let's go dive into song real quick and uh, we don't have to get too into this but something i've been trying to do this year and um have been doing is listen to a new album every week so I'll be sharing the weekly album, and uh, depending on how often we record it, I'm thinking we can share the weekly album, everyone can listen to it, and then we can just kind of discuss it in the following episode. So uh, I forgot last week, and so this week has two, and the uh, first one is Dreamland by Glass Animals. Have you uh, listened to that, Jack? I have not, no, but I am, I'm familiar. Okay. Um, I am a big fan of Glass Animals. They might be my uh, favorite band that I've listened to. Um, it's just kind of... I don't really know, like psychedelic alternative, I guess you could describe it, but mm-hmm. you just got to give it a listen and then see for yourself. And then uh, album number two is Carnival, Carnival by uh, Bryce Vine. And uh, he does the song Drew Barrymore, and that song had been stuck in my head for about a week. So I just yeah. uh, I sang it before this uh, podcast. Um, maybe we'll play it for you if I look into rights and rules and I am <laughs> good at editing, but that's TBD. So, um, uh, yeah, that song is on that album, and uh, just give it a listen. Have you listened to that one by chance? I no, I I know the song Drew Barrymore. Um, yeah. How is how is the whole album? The album I really liked it. Um, there's another good song on there called La La Land. Oh yeah, um, I know. I, I'm familiar with that as well. That. And then Sour Patch Kid. I think that might be on a different. Now that I'm looking at it, but. No, I really like that album. That was one of my f- more favorite albums that I've listened to so far this year after like uh, seven or eight of them. So, I'm what's gonna... what would you say are your top two so far? Top two so far? Um, I listened to Sound. Uh, it's by John Bellion. Do you know it by chance? Glory no, Sound can... Prep by John Bellion. 
um, that had like three or four songs on it that I really like that I've been listening to it over again. Um, Blue and like the internet and something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, heard it in a past life by Maggie Rogers. I'm just a big fan of Maggie Rogers. Yeah, most she's of the great. albums I've been trying to listen to are uh, new ones that I haven't heard before. But sometimes I'm just in the mood to listen to things I have heard. So I did listen to the uh, intro into the Spider Verse album. And, that's uh, such a good album, I know, right? It was it was really exciting. such really a good album. That. And I have heard Dreamland again by the Class Animals already, but I want to listen yeah. to it through one more time. So, yeah. LSD by Labyrinth, Sia, and Diplo was pretty good, too. That was the first one I've listened to this this year. Gotcha. I, I'm really... I have uh, been kind of on and off trying to listen to new music. Recently, I've been trying to catch up on Daft Punk songs that I don't know. Yeah. After they <laughs> just broke up. I guess we can um, talk about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm also excited for Taylor Swift's Master Tape re-records. Um, with Fearless, the, the new version coming out april 9th so all right big taylor fan uh, a very important question for you and we could discuss this you know for an hour but we won't keep you that long what are your thoughts on a driver's license that's an interesting question cole i I uh assume you've heard it i've listened to it many a time okay sometimes (laughs) against my will sometimes, sometimes sometimes it's it's what i want to listen to I actually heard it the other day in the gym at uh, what SPAC at Northwestern, and I, I was like, it? "Oh my god, is this really is this the vibe for Nothing today?" Like I guess so. Music. Um, but I, you know, I think it's a solid song. I I am actually a pretty decently big fan of High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. Oh really? Um, it's you know it was one of the first and only shows as a Disney Plus original besides The Mandalorian back when it launched. Uh last year two years ago so i i i watched that olivia rodrigo i think she has a great voice the the whole drama is very drawn out and very high school but i appreciate it you know it kind of takes me back a little bit yeah right did you see the uh, snl skit they did on it i thought it was really creative i have not i i saw that they did one and i wanted to watch it but i did not yeah i'd recommend go checking that out um but i had a discussion at length a bit with my girlfriend mckenna hey mckenna on this and we kind of had that talk about is she really this heartbroken like how can someone be so heartbroken about someone or she's just incredibly talented where she isn't that heartbroken but she's just very creative at channeling her emotions and just putting that into words and putting that into music and i think it's probably a combination of the two just because Mm -hmm. it it was so impressive just like that bridge is is so it it hits so hard and it's just so relatable for no reason it's like i've never even had like a bad breakup like this but it's like i understand exactly how she feels and just that like feeling of you know getting a driver's license for the first time and like wanting to like go around and drive everywhere and like if you can't share that with someone who obviously she loved a lot that must be heartbreaking and i don't know it's just it's so weird how it's like i understand exactly how she's feeling even though i've never experienced anything like that in my life yeah, it's. I, I totally agree. It. She does have a very powerful voice too, and like you can really feel the emotion behind it. Uh, every, every lyric. She's a very talented songwriter, very talented singer, and yeah, like you said, it's just very relatable, very high school vibes, and I, I think it's a good song. I haven't really listened to skin sabrina carpenter's response much oh yeah i've i'm just kind of learning and diving into like what it actually all means and how like the guy left her for sabrina carpenter because she like was still 16 and it was like Mm -hmm. when she got 17 she learned how to drive and that's how she taught and i i don't think i'm gonna listen to it i I don't need to be that invested into all of this i'm just gonna accept the song enjoy the song and then eventually it'll die down in the next month or so fair enough that's kind of where i'm at too and then uh, just looking at Twitter, I don't know what this means, but Dishpatch revealed that uh, Blackpink's Jenny and Big Bang's G-Dragon have been dating for one year, which is... Uh, wow. I guess I'm going to be honest. I don't know who those people are. Do you know Blackpink? You should know Blackpink. You, the band Blackpink. Blackpink in your area. You probably recognize some songs by them. Um, I'm Googling them right now. Google. I can hear you typing. Oh, I do know Blackpink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so at least one of our listeners, you know, we have so many of them, probably just reacted to that like, whoa, because one year's a lot of time to 
not know if someone's dating. Yeah. But I figured That's, I'd mention that. I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed by celebrities who are able to keep their private life private like that for really? an extended period of time. So, good for them. Anyways, that is the song segment of our show. And now, we will be getting into the uh, show segment, which is, I guess, the new one, because it used to be Thrones, but, you know, Game of Thrones doesn't exist anymore in our hearts or souls. So, Yikes. the uh, show we will be st- discussing at least this week and probably moving forward for the next two or three weeks is WandaVision. Um, it's Marvel's first ever uh, series, if I'm not mistaken. It's the first one by Marvel Studios. They had okay, the yeah. Netflix series uh, a little while ago that got canceled. Like the the four, the Defenders ones. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. But so other, or, And then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But this is like the first with the main mcu characters in their own show okay okay that makes sense so um spoilers obviously up until episode seven which is what we're at two with eight um i have been discussing this ad nauseum with my girlfriend mckenna hello mckenna again shout out number two she knows more about marvel than anyone i know and excuse me i have to burp so you can take over what are your general uh, general thoughts so far on the entire series i've really enjoyed it honestly like I, I was unsure how to feel about it from the beginning. I think a lot of people were kind of confused by what was happening. I definitely, I personally was. Um, they really committed to that sitcom bit decade by decade, starting with the 50s, which I think was really interesting to watch and see kind of how TV has developed, honestly, as like a, as a side. Um, but then like the plot obviously really picked up around episodes four and five. Yeah, episode and four. has really kind of grown from there into a really interesting show. And I'm really, really excited to see what, how it's going to end and what's going to happen. But now that they've revealed that Agnes or real name Agatha mm-hmm. has been behind everything going wrong so far. And I wonder how it will fit into the larger MCU. Yeah. I don't think that the, uh, going back a little bit, before we get into Agatha, I don't think that people appreciate enough, like, the first two episodes. Just because, so, I, my brother just, like, saw it on Disney Plus and was like, let's watch it. And me, my mom, and my brother watched the first two episodes. Now, I have seen all of the Marvel movies. My brother and my mom have seen none of them. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting (laughs) dynamic. (laughs) They're just kind of like, what's going, it's just like a sitcom, like, what's happening? Um... (laughs) So I thought that was pretty funny, but after that, they went back and watched all of the Marvel movies, and maybe they skipped, Are you kidding? They skipped, like, like they knew Iron Man, um, they skipped Iron Man 3, they, uh, they probably skipped, I think, like, Ant-Man 2, but, and, like, some other ones, but pretty much every single, yeah, they watched all the Thors, they watched all the Captain Americas, all the Avengers, it was, it was a process, it was a process for sure, and, uh, but they caught up, and, t- like, they only missed, like, the, like, three and four live, and uh, caught back up by episode five. So, That's impressive. Yeah, now they really have an understanding. And my mom has been like, I come home from work sometimes and she's just watching Ultron again because that's really where they dive into uh, Vision mm-hmm. and um, Scarlet Witch. And I just think it's hilarious. But As anyways, well as uh, Quicksilver. As well with, as Quicksilver, yeah. That was I, I was very excited and then a little bit disappointed about that whole uh, cameo slash role the last two episodes of WandaVision with Evan Peters, um, the Quicksilver from the X-Men movies coming in, playing Wanda's brother, who was a different actor in Ultron. Yeah, yeah. so I'm sure most of you know, but he is the, actually, I don't, he's the Fox one, right? For, uh... Yes, yeah. Yeah. For the X-Men Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix. Yeah, so I think after that happened, everyone was like, oh, snap, you know, here comes Magneto, and here comes other people who I can't remember the names of, and along with... Uh, Professor X and Professor Wolverine X and, and whoever. What's-his-face? What's the actor's name? Who everyone thought it was going to be? Uh, who? He's 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 the guy. He's the office guy. He's the, the guy. Such Michael the Scott? No. Come on. Jim. Wait. Oh, uh, John Krasinski. John Krasinski, and everyone thought it was going to be him as an actor, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still two episodes left, so we'll see what happens. But, 
what I was meant to say after this long-winded story is that I don't think people appreciated the first two episodes enough and how accurately they captured what a sitcom used to be, but also yeah. very, very subtly hinting at what was to come. And I just thought they, would, they did a perfect job. And one of the first lines was, my husband and his indestructible head. And like even that was just... like. I totally missed it the first watch, but it's just like his head obviously isn't indestructible. It got destroyed twice. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think the Agatha reveal was all that surprising. Uh, it yeah, like no. Kind of new. Like as soon as she, she introduced herself in the first episode as Agnes, and it's like, oh, well, that's the witch Agatha. Um, yeah, but I think if you don't, if you aren't as familiar with you know the comics and the backstory, it wasn't as obvious. I think it really started to stand out to me um, when Sword was kind of going through everyone who was in. Uh, the sitcom with Wanda and they were all sword agents and then Agnes didn't show up and I was like, huh. Yeah, they just never brought her up. Yep. Um, but my what I was going to say is that if they're doing a reveal that, you know, 75% of the watchers already know about, they did it perfectly the way, the just the style that they did. It's like, it's always yeah. Agnes and I think Catherine, Catherine Haiti is the actor's name? Catherine something? And you Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Um, she wrote it, I think, and like sung that song. Really? Yeah. I, she definitely actually sang the lyrics. I'm not sure if she wrote it, but shout out to her for uh, also being a Northwestern alum. Ah, I, Go I Cats. just said that. I'm not sure if you heard me, but oh, you I did. Maybe I said it in my head. I said NU alum, but she also went to like Yale, so you know, I still I still need to catch up if I want to be a uh, Agatha and Wandavision. Yeah. You know, you so got a little ways to go. Though. Um. So I, I do know that this is supposed to lead into Doctor Strange 2. Right. And I do know that I was watching a bunch of TikTok videos just because my algorithm sends me a lot of Marvel stuff. Uh, there was a book missing in Doctor Strange when he originally got that book on how to use his time stone. I forgot the name of it. But like on this down rack in like the private section, you know, when they're all chained up, there was a different book missing. And Interesting. A lot of people think that that was the book that was used in the basement. And give me one second, and I can pull up the name. But do you have any like theories, any any thoughts, anything you expect for episode eight and nine, or do you think it's just gonna uh, flop like Game of Thrones? No, I don't think it's gonna flop. I Marvel is Kevin Feige, like the executive producer behind like the entire MCU, creative director, whatever his title is, is just he's been so good with setting up stuff like you know the the missing book of dr strange even like i would expect that to be intentional almost but i i think you know dr strange 2 is the t- the title is the multiverse of madness mm-hmm. and that the word that really sticks out to me there is multiverse and you know especially there have been a lot of rumors with the spider-man movie it's rumored to be having andrew garfield and toby mcguire from past iterations of spider-man i think episodes uh eight and nine for wandavision are gonna start to explore that i think just kind of you know she's already in this reality now within earth's reality that vision is still alive right and i wonder how that's going to play into this multiverse idea and if the infinity stones will somehow be involved because vision still has his in wandavision world Plus, you know, Evan Peter is making the cameo as Quicksilver. I feel like that was also kind of intentional as like a wink and a nod to, you know, the Fox properties that Disney now owns and is able to use with Marvel and their studios. So I'm really interested to see where they go with that and what happens in Doctor Strange. Yeah, they have a a lot of opportunities, a lot of streets that they can go down. So it'll be really interesting to see what uh, path they choose. So that book was The Darkhold. Um, which is also known as the Book of Sins or the Book of Spells. And it's an ancient book of spells of unspeakable power, which is uh, made of dark matter from the hell dimension. So, you know, hmm. hell dimension is where I get my cup of coffee every morning. So it's a nice place. You should try visiting it. I'll, I, I'll check it out. So I, I've, I've also heard, um, speaking of hell dimension, that uh, Agatha's husband, Ralph, oh, who's is Ralph? supposed to be Mephisto. Ah, who is, I think, a demon. M-E-P-H-I-S-T-O. Spelling on the podcast. Uh, he, he looks demon-y in this picture that I see. Uh, yeah, demon character. 
an arch enemy of Johnny Blaze, the most popular incarnation of Ghost Rider. Interesting. Wait, hold on. But also come into conflict or interact with other heroes such as Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. Hold on. You typed in Mephisto and it said demon character? I'm I'm just looking at his Wikipedia right now. Okay. okay. You just said demon character. I don't know if that was oh, oh, written it's... or you were just describing him. No, no. I'm, I was just reading straight from here. Okay. Based no, on Mephistopheles, a demon character from the Faust legend. Interesting. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. Episode 8, I believe, comes out on Friday. And I'm pumped. I'm really pumped for that. I know that episode 7 was... Um, they do a different show themed every episode, right? And I think mm-hmm. episode seven was that family show. Modern, Modern family. Modern yeah. family. Current family. It, there we go. The I saw some rumors on Twitter the week before that it was going to be like kind of office themed, and I don't. The intro to me seemed more the office. Intro seemed very office. I think it was like a combination of the two. I yeah, I agree. Seen Modern family, but they do like interviews in that, right? Yeah, like the confessional things, just yeah. like the yeah. So I think I think it was. Office intro, Modern Family show. I really like the Malcolm in the Middle from last week, yeah. from episode six. Uh, I yeah, thought, I I think it's been really great so far. Yeah, I thought episode seven from a pure like entertainment standpoint was probably one of the best ones because Wanda was just like you know Mondays, am I right? And it was, <laughs> as soon as Agatha actually took her kids, it was kind of very sus, and it's like, what's gonna happen with the kids? What's gonna happen with the kids? And mm-hmm. then the whole side plot with Vision and uh, Darcy, I thought that was really, really funny. The the Vision interviews, and then eventually he's just like, wait, like, what am I doing? I need to get home. <laughs> um, and then uh, Monica with her, her powers that she's getting from oh, I did going to into the hex her, again. I believe she is, uh, that's Photon, if I'm not mistaken. I think um, that's right. He kind of was explaining it to me. But we should really bring her on. She knows everything about this. But Yeah, Photon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also... I assume everyone has picked up on this, but you got that it was the daughter from Captain Marvel, right? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now she has superpowers, and it's something with photons, so, you know. Apparently, in the comics, she is another iteration of Captain Marvel, which I think is interesting. That's pretty hype. Something to look out for. Really strong. But Um, she's... This actress, Tiana Paris, is set to play Monica again in Captain Marvel 2. So That's pretty hype. Something to look out for. Uh, another important question here. This might be the most important question I ask on the podcast. Does Jimmy Woo deserve his own uh, spinoff show? And oh, there's, I, only, I, there's only one correct answer. I think absolutely yes. <laughs> absolutely. I, I've really enjoyed his character since Ant-Man 2. He kind of like showed up and is, you know, the FBI guy in charge of dealing with all the weird stuff. I could totally see. I, I mean, I saw this on Twitter a lot, like an X file style Marvel show with Jimmy and Darcy kind of just going around different places on Earth and dealing with weird happenings. And I think that's perfect. I like Randall Park is a phenomenal actor. Um, you know, a lot of people have kind of set him in this Asian gym box. And this is yeah. kind of a joke. But he's a great actor in his own right, and I would I would love to see a Jimmy Woo show. You know, it's really interesting that you uh, brought up X Files because that seems to be garnering a lot of comparisons to WandaVision, and it's kind of the interesting chicken or the egg conversation because I know that the comics came before X Files, the TV show. I'm not sure if you've actually seen it. Um, it's pretty entertaining. Mulder mm-hmm. and Scully have the same energy as Woo and uh, Monica, but it seems that a lot of what the X-Files based their stuff on was pretty much like Marvel comics, just with extraterrestrial stuff. Yeah. Um, and then this show is also seeming like X-Files-y, so it's kind of like X-Files based off of the comics, but then WandaVision based off of X-Files, so it's kind of circling back around because it's also the comics. So there, there's just a lot of parallels that have been drawn between those two shows, and I definitely recommend checking out X-Files if you have a lot of time in your hands. Yeah, I've I've seen a few episodes. I I think it would be a, a very fun thing for Marvel to do to have a, their own X Files style show. As far as I have a question for you, as far as you know, the coming uh, other Marvel Cinematic Universe shows, you got 
Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think, is coming out this next month. Um, we've got Loki, I believe, in May. Uh, the What If animated show narrated by Jeffrey Wright about what if, you know, other things happened in the Marvel Universe than what happened. For instance, I believe one of them was if Peggy Carter was chosen to be Captain America or Captain, like, Britain instead of uh, Steve Rogers as Captain America. Out of those coming shows, what would you say you're most looking forward to watching? Yeah, real quick, I think Marvel has scheduled something for every single week of the year based on what they're releasing. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I need to do a bit more research, but the what-ifs sound really, really interesting. I totally agree. I think what-if was something that a lot of people sleep on, but I'm really excited to see what that's about. And I'm pretty sure it's animated, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit easier production, less actor payment. So that should be really well done and just really interesting to see just like, you know, we always talk, talk about these hypotheticals in real life and in, you know, fake entertainment life. So it'll be really cool to actually see it on the screen and actually see how it would have played out for all these different scenarios. And maybe we'll get like a really bad ending in one of them and that'll just be a really, really interesting thing to see. Yeah, I'm so I'm so excited about all this Phase 4 stuff through the shows. I think mm-hmm. it's a really cool system and way of doing things. And it's really going to expand the universe even more. I'm really excited for Black Widow. I hope that's I hope that's a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, she's been deserving of it. Anyways, do you have It'll a, be interesting. Any other TV shows you're watching right now you want to give a brief shout out to? Uh, I've been getting into anime a little bit lately. Ah, so, nice. If we have any anime fans out there listening, I have been really into uh hunter hunter and uh jujutsu kaisen which is currently coming out and then also i started attack on titan uh, a couple days ago so nice. i've heard a lot of good things about the recent season that's coming out right now yeah attack how on about titan, you attack on titan has been on my list of shows to watch for about three or four years but so have about 10 or 12 other shows so i'll definitely yeah, get there eventually that. um it's it's up there but i just finished rewatching watchmen uh, my mom uh, was spending time at home. We've just been watching, you know, kind of one thing a night. And it, it started with WandaVision, and then we changed to Watchmen. And mm-hmm. it was her first time, and it was my second time. And it was so incredible the second time. Have you, You've seen it, right? I have. Watchmen yeah. is an incredible show. And it's such a good show. And just, like, the storytelling and, like, the connecting with, like, Tulsa and just kind of the weaving in and out of history versus backstory versus current day. And just, like, it's, you know, relationship with race and just, like, power and, like, what it means to be wearing a mask and, like, hiding your identity. And it's it's so good. And there's so much subtle uh, foreshadow that I really missed out on the first time. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I just uh, really, really liked it. So definitely recommend yeah. seeing it. And I, I, I really like that show. second season. But they keep saying they won't. Ugh. I think that's for the best, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it just ended so well. IMO. Yeah. Yeah. If, if for all our listeners who haven't watched that, go watch that too. Indeed. Do you have a uh, not to completely put you on the spot? Do you have a movie recommendation of the week for us? Movie recommendation of the week. Yeah, I can start if you uh, don't have one right now. I'm trying to think. I watched a movie the other day. Did you? That was oh, so um, Teresa and I have watched uh, the X Men movies, kind of to. Give her more of an understanding <laughs> of what was going on with that Quicksilver cameo. So, rewatching X Men: Days of Future Past was awesome. That is a really, I think it's like the consensus best X Men movie, maybe besides Logan slash Deadpool, depending yeah. on what you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have not watched Days of Future Past, that is a really well done movie in terms of storytelling, like direction. The Quicksilver scene in the kitchen is like iconic. It's it's a really good movie. Yeah, when I think of iconic scenes, I think of the silver in the kitchen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nothing like How that. How about you? Yeah, so there's a yeah, sweet sweet Swedish 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 film <laughs> uh, that I watched really early quarantine called Aniara, A N I A R A. Um it's this really interesting like dystopian it's like the world is ending, so there's an enormous spaceship full of 200,000 people sent away to Mars to like go repopulate, and it's like they're the last ship, 
but then they get thrown off course and the engine stops working, so they're kind of just drifting through space. And uh, that's like the first 15 minutes, so not to really spoil anything. But it's just really, really interesting, and it's like how you deal with like something like that, just knowing that you're going nowhere, but it's also like you're on this own world of its own. It's like you can kind of make your own food, and it's like, I don't know. It's really, really interesting, and... Um, after Parasite, I've just been trying to find more international films, and some of them have been hit or miss, but I really, really like Annie R. It's one of my favorite movies out there, and I think it's on Amazon Prime for any of those who oh. have that. Sounds awesome. I'm going to check that one out. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to bring up before we uh, wrap it up with some trivia? Got to have that. Yeah, I, I've got some uh, on this day in sports history and uh, entertainment history if we oh, want to do that now. Very nice. Yeah, go for it. I'm glad you came prepared because I did not even think about that. Yeah, so on this day in sports history, we've got a we got a few things. I think the main thing that stands out to me is Casey Stengel becomes the manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Oh. Um, yeah. He was a well-known Yankees manager. I want to say, yeah, he was also the first manager of the New York Mets. Um, so today, in 1934, he was the manager. Of the, he became the manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers. I think also that was his first managerial stint. Neat. Yeah, it is the 23rd of uh, February. I'm not sure if we specified that. Yes, February 23rd, 19. 19- yeah. 34 is is that one and then uh entertainment we've got in 1939 uh february 23rd 1939 was the 11th 11th academy awards wow um and then 1940 pinocchio was released oh that's actually kind of cool yeah i feel like late february is just kind of nothing like it doesn't really feel it's just like a filler you know yeah but in like, both sports and entertainment and honestly. Just like, yeah right like in general march is just so much better than february and it's they're so close it's so weird yeah i think it's just because you know there's nothing really going on i know like january and february are kind of the months that the movies that aren't expected to do so well get released a lot of people don't want to go out to the movie theater mm-hmm. so that might have something to do with it all right, um, I'll give you six categories, and then you can pick one, and we'll go from there. You got entertainment, arts, geography, history, general, and uh, science. Which one are you picking? I'll go geography. All right. Um, what is the fastest flowing river in the world? The fastest flowing? Yeah. If you huh. it, like, just guess one, and it, you probably get like a 33% chance. Like, uh, uh, I assume you don't it... know many rivers, so... So I assume it's probably like, I mean, I know a decent amount of rivers. I'm not going to flex, but I, know like I assume it's the Nile, the Amazon, or the Mississippi. It is one of those three. I know three, I'm gonna, I know three rivers. It is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to narrow it down. I'm going to say the Nile. Ah, not quite. It is the Amazon River. Dang. I, I knew it wasn't the Mississippi. Yeah, but that, you probably could have cut that out. Lost That's my coin saying. toss. It's like, you're, you're so close. So, yeah. All right. Um, guess we just won't cover the other ones. <laughs> I I could look up a another one for you if you want to give me give me a category. Um, let me give me the... one more because I just kind of want to know this answer. Sure. How many how many feet do snails have? How many feet? Yeah. I wonder if they do snail. The I'm gonna say one. They do have one. Did you know that? <laughs> I feel like I did. I don't know how. They have but, one uh, foot. They don't ever describe why. It just says one, and, and that's it. I can't really like click on it more. So uh, that's that's what you got for us. Always learning <laughs> something new here on the uh, Song of Sports and Shows podcast. That's an interesting fact. Hmm. Apparently, it's what they used to slide along your route. That makes sense, I guess. Oh, I, I guess that does make sense. Look at us. Learning <laughs> something new every day. Putting things together by Googling them. Right, yeah, I don't know. for me? Do you want to pick a category? Uh, let's let's go. Let's go general. We've covered pretty much everything else, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. I just googled general trivia. Mm. This is thrilling. Really good. Content. I'm I'm looking for a good one. 
<laughs> go to random trivia generator. Here's right? here's one. Here's one. Okay, go for it. What is the largest French-speaking city outside of France? Hmm. This is where we'll edit in that uh, like Jeopardy music. Because am I allowed to mm-hmm. think of it? I don't want to say something really dumb. So give me one second. Oh, I don't. Don't know. Google it. I don't want to Google it. Is it like? Is it a country in Africa? Is it a like a city in a country in Africa? You would think, but it is not. Okay. Um, what is that country that's landlocked that's like inside of France? Oh, uh, there's Andorra, which is like right on the border of French and Spain. Hmm. So, so is besides. Wait, sorry. The country or the city that most speaks French? The largest French-speaking city outside city, of France. City, city. Okay. Outside of France. I don't know that many... Oh, oh, is it Quebec? Close. Is Quebec, a city in Quebec? Mm-hmm. I don't know cities in Quebec, but I know that it's a province, not a city. That's good enough for me. It's Montreal. Ah, okay. All right, that makes sense. You narrowed it down. I, I did I narrow it down. I give you I credit for that. About Canada, I was like, oh, it's definitely got to be somewhere in there. Because I'm pretty sure yeah. like, in Quebec, they very almost exclusively speak French. I have a, Here's another interesting one. How much does a penny cost to make? It's more than a cent, right? Isn't it like 1.02? Like, oh, this website's telling me it's two cents, which oh, is... Oh my gosh, that sounds so anti-productive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we have pennies, but we do. Well, there you go. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to A Song of Sports and Shows. Jack disconnected for half a second, but I think he's back now. <laughs> what just happened there? But uh, I uh, hit I hit close window too aggressively, and it closed too. Good, good, good. Classic. But uh, you got anything to wrap it up before we got to head out? Uh, no, just happy to be back. And thanks to everyone who's listened this long. <laughs> Welcome to season two. <laughs> finally season two but yeah no we really appreciate it we know that uh our listeners aren't a thousand million in the world but we do appreciate those who staying around and we promise we will uh get better and better i mean there's only only up from here although i thought this was pretty good for not really planning anything don't you think i would agree all right go us go us have a great wonderful day and uh we'll catch you next time